Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 128, Taking a New Route. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Oh my gosh. Well, we had an amazing conference this past weekend. Three days. We had over 150 people registered. It was unbelievably fun for me and for everybody that came. And so if you did come to the conference, thank you. Because it wouldn't have been like that without you in the seat. And your contributions and you showing up with an open brain and willing to participate and dance and ask questions and volunteer for coaching and be open to thinking about things differently when it comes to your relationship with alcohol. So I'm just honored that I got to do that for y'all. And if you did not join the conference this time, let me just tell you, you need to make sure you're on my email list to get notified of when I'm going to do that again, because that will for sure be happening. Um, I don't know if I'll do one again this year, maybe, because it was so much fun. Like, I could totally see myself doing that again in the fall. Um, But you for sure want to know when that is happening so that you can sign up. And even people that watched the replay, so if if they didn't make it live, I got so much feedback that it was still super impactful, um, eye-opening, life-changing, inspiring. It was so good. We had, I think, the highlights of the conference where we had a success panel. So I invited six of my clients to come on and share their stories about um, what their relationship with alcohol was like before coaching and the difference in their lives now with their relationship with alcohol. And it was amazing. And they got to answer questions from the audience um, of those who attended the conference and I learned new things. People were inspired. They saw themselves in their stories. And I feel like it just give like injected y'all with hope and inspiration. And it's like, if they can do it, I can too. And which is what I preach all the time. If I can do this and change my relationship with alcohol, you can too, for sure. The other really fun part of the conference was we did a segment on Sunday called Hot Seat Coaching. And Hot Seat Coaching is like speed dating. But I coached for ten about 10 minutes or so for each person. We got through nine people. And we did a range of topics. And the feedback on that session was amazing. Um, just uh, the people observing the coaching. And they resonated with the people getting coached. And it helped them so much. So thank you if you volunteered to get coached. And for attending that session live, that was really, really fun. So if you did register for the conference and you weren't able to make it live... I think the num- the number one and number two things I would recommend you watch first is the success panel and then the hot seat coaching and then dive into the meat of the conference, which is that thought feelings action workshop that we did on Saturday. Um, that will give you the foundation to how to change your relationship with alcohol and kick you off to your journey. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that came and contributed and showed up. You guys helped make that event super fun. So 
Yay! If you're not on my email ad, uh, email list, go to angelamasenic.com and a little pop-up will, will show up on your screen and just um, subscribe to get my top three podcasts emailed to you. And then you'll be on my email list and you'll be notified when I have fun things like the conference or a free class or something like that. So, yay! Um, so this week, I want to talk about taking a new route. And... When we think, I was driving the other day, and my husband has this route that he takes um, from our house into town, and it always just confuses me, because it's like the exact opposite way that I normally take. I'm like, why are you turning here? Why are you turning here? He's like, this is the scenic way. It's actually the same distance. I'm like, hmm. (laughs) And so I'm like, all right. And then I kind of got on board with it, because it did seem a little bit shorter. Instead of going straight down all the way and then taking a right-hand turn, he kind of meanders through um, sort of like a more rural road that you have to turn a couple times on. And I think it does save a little bit of time. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try Pete's route. That's my husband's name. I'm going to try Pete's route on the way home. So I'm, you know, driving and in my head and thinking about probably you and, (laughs) you know, what's going on. And I miss the road. And I was like all the way back into town again. I'm like, Now I have to turn around. This is going to take twice as long. And I ended up not turning around, just like totally going around town and then back out to our house. I'm like, ugh, that's annoying. And then, um, so then I was out probably the next day and I'm like, I'm going to try this again. Again, I missed the freaking turnoff. And this time I caught it a little bit sooner. So I turned around on a side road, backed up (laughs) in my big minivan and went back. I'm like, ugh. And then a third freaking time, I kid you not, I missed this road. And I'm like, this is my thought on the third time. I am going to figure this out. I am going to learn that this is, I'm going to pay attention. This is, this is the thought. I'm going to pay attention next time. And so on the fourth time, this was probably, you know, a week, you know, between all these trips, I went down the road and I got it right. And I was like, yes, I, I remembered, I paid attention. And this is the thing. It's the same way to change your relationship with alcohol. I swear to you, hang on with me for a second. So basically, when you change your relationship with alcohol, you are learning a new way. You're figuring out a new route to take. Because the old way in which so many of us take for years and years and years is we have this automatic process, right, with alcohol. We have our patterns. You know what they are. After work, probably, (laughs) at the end of the day. Weekends, Friday nights, vacations, day drinking, whatever it is for you, sports events, boating, whatever your sort of go-to habit is around alcohol, you know what that pattern is. And you don't have to think real hard about pouring that glass of wine or opening a beer or whatever it is you're you're drinking, right? You just do it. It takes no decision-making power. It takes no consciousness. You're just like, this is what is happening. And you don't even really think about it, right? It's filed. This is what we, what we taught about. I taught a lot about this in the conference, is that habit is filed in the lower part of your brain as an automatic habit, and it doesn't require any thought or energy to make those decisions. It's like brushing our teeth or putting your seatbelt on, right? Or taking the same route in your car to drop the kids off at school or to go to the grocery store. You don't have to look at a map to get there. You don't have to put brush your teeth on your calendar. You don't have to Right? Like, you don't have to um, remember to, like, do these things that we do every day. It's filed as an automatic process in the back of your brain because you've done it so many times. It doesn't require any energy 
for you to remember to do those things, right? So think about now during the day, what do you do automatically? You get up, pour yourself a cup of coffee in the morning, right? Put your cream and sugar in there, whatever you do. <laughs> like, how do you, what are some normal processes that you don't even have to think about? It's just what you do. Get dressed in the morning, brush your teeth, take a shower, whatever. Okay, you sit down at your desk at work. Open up your computer. You don't have to think, okay, now I'm going to open up my computer and check my email. You just do it. It's filed in the back of your brain. It's the same thing with alcohol. But we didn't get to that automatic way by like not doing it over and over and over again, right? So like when you first started to learn how to brush your teeth, remember? I don't know if you remember this, but your parents probably told you to go brush your teeth every day. <laughs> they were the ones that had to remind you. We brush our teeth before we go to bed. We wash our hands after we eat, right? Like there's somebody else instructing you to do it. It's not automatic yet. Maybe that automatic behavior didn't happen until you graduated college, right? Like now for me, um, since I don't drink anymore, I wash my face every night before I go to bed. I put on my, I, I use beauty counter products. I love them. And I put on like this lovely skincare routine and I take care of myself. That's just part of my routine now. When I was drinking every night, I did not do that. I went to bed full on makeup and never brushed my teeth. I'd wake up with like mascara under my eyes every day. I never, I'm like, I don't need to do that. My skin's fine. Like I never did it. And then when I first started doing that, because I actually cared about myself more when I wasn't drinking, um, you know, I had to remember, oh, I this is what I'm doing. I'm washing my face. I'm putting on my moisturizers. I'm doing, I'm brushing my teeth, right? And now I just do it. And I feel off if I don't do it. Okay, so now it's an automatic thing. I don't have to think about it. It's just what I do. Are you guys following me? So learning how to make a new habit and one in which you don't have to think about it anymore, like not drinking every time you have a thought about it, right? That's something new that you're trying to do. It's going to take a lot of conscious effort for you to do that. So with the example of me driving down the road and missing my turn over and over again, I had to fail. I had to miss that road those times in order for me to learn and to wake up and pay attention to my directions, right? I had to be conscious. I couldn't just learn it unconsciously, right? So it took me telling myself, I need to pay attention, Okay, I need to be awake and like looking for the road. <laughs> okay, so this is the same thing that you want to do with over drinking. You want to stop over drinking, right? But unless you become conscious of the feelings that you need to navigate to make permanent changes with your relationship with alcohol, and you become conscious of what you think about yourself not drinking or what you think about your relationship with alcohol, your brain's going to want to do the automatic thing, which is to drink. And then you're going to get frustrated, just like I did with missing that turn, that you're not making the changes that you actually want to make. Are you guys following me? So the way to make those changes is we have to pull this stuff to the conscious level. We have to dive in and look at what we are thinking. We have to look at how we are feeling because those two things, the thoughts and the feelings, are like a team. Those, it's a combination that drives our behavior. So if you're drinking every night after work, we need to uncover what you are thinking at the end of the day, okay? That's the first step is becoming conscious and saying, I'm going to start paying attention. I am going to pay attention, right? And then sometimes you're gonna forget. 
And sometimes you're not going to do it and you're going to pour that glass of wine. You're going to have that cocktail, right? But it's what you do when you do those things and you don't follow through is a learning opportunity. Just like it was for me in the road, I learned something about that, right? It took me a couple times to remember that I needed to stay and pay attention and have a goal, right? As I was driving down the road, I'm going to look for the road that I need to turn off today, right? So for you and drinking, it's I need to look for the thoughts that trigger me to drink. I need to start paying attention to the feelings that I have that I don't like that I want to drink to escape. You guys following me? It's the same way. You're changing your route. So you got to get conscious of the current route that you are on. Isn't this good? I love this so much. So if you can resonate with changing a new behavior, like find, like creating a new um, path on your way home. I, I heard this really good example about somebody moving into a new house and changing up the silverware drawer or changing where the garbage is located, right? So like if you've rearranged your kitchen before or moved into a new location, it takes a long time to find that freaking silverware drawer, right? Or to f- pull out the garbage drawer. If you change that now, like it would be such a fun experiment for y'all to do. Go change something in your kitchen, like move the, where you keep your plates into a new cabinet. See what happens. Your brain doesn't have to think about where to go get the dishes. It's filed as in your automatic lower part of your brain, right? Because you've remembered it and, and repeated that same process over and over and over again. It's the same thing with alcohol. So if you change your dishes location, your plates or your coffee cups, do that. That would be fun. <laughs> change your coffee cup locations or where you keep your wine glasses and see how many times it takes you to remember that. And it becomes automatic. It's, it's wild. It'll take you a while, right? You're going to have to fail. You're going to have to go to that cabinet over and over and over again and be like, ah, right? And get and like then you'll be like, all right, I'm going to remember next time. And then you're going to pause in the moment. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's over here now. And then you're going to automatically start going to that new cabinet over and over and over again until you don't have to think about it anymore. And this is the same process. I promise you, changing your route starts with becoming aware of your current route with alcohol and uncovering what thoughts and feelings that you have around the times that you have to drink, okay? And then when you have a goal to change your relationship with alcohol, you need to pay attention. You need to turn on your brain to say, we are changing our patterns and we want to be conscious so that we can create new patterns that will become automatic and so I don't have to think about not drinking so much. That's how it is for me. I practice and practice and practice going out in social situations, traveling, my regular Tuesday night, like not drinking. And now I never think about not drinking. I just don't. It's become automatic, just like washing my face at the end of the night. All right, my friends. So I hope you enjoyed that. That was, um, I've been looking forward to recording this podcast because I think it's something that we can all resonate with, right? Like we understand that it's hard to learn a new route. It's hard to remember where you put your coffee cups if you move, right? Or where you put the garbage can or something changed. Rearrange something and see how long it takes you to automatically remember where you keep that thing. This is the the same thing with alcohol. It's a process. Give yourself some time to learn the new way that you want to take. Okay. Be patient with yourself when you fail. Understand that it's a learning opportunity and that your brain has been programmed to take this one route and now you're training it to do a different route and celebrate the little wins along the way. Celebrate like with me in the road. 
instead of me remembering that I was going to do this new route all the way, I, you know, I got all the way into town again before I remembered. And then the next time I remembered a little bit sooner, I was able to turn around. Maybe that's like your relationship with alcohol. Maybe you were able to work through your urges and uncover your thinking. And then you ended up drinking an hour later, but you got so much more conscious and aware. That's a huge win. And you want to celebrate that. All right, my friends. Oh, if you want to join the six month small group, female only stop over drinking and start living program, I am actively taking applications for that. So click the link in the show notes, watch the three videos and read through the information and get your applications in. We are filling up very early because of the conference. A lot of people are joining us there. So if you want in now, now is your chance. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, yeah,